When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. If you want the best lawn on the block all season long, hook up with a Minnesota-grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. That's ProfessionalTurf.com. If you want service techs with 20 years of experience, techs who throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow-release long-term fertilizers, then visit ProfessionalTurf.com. And you know what? While you're on the website... Take a close look at their landscape projects, and don't forget, they'll service your irrigation system, too. You will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. It's our one stop for exceptional landscape irrigation services and the best lawn on the block, ProfessionalTurf.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. That's right, it is. And Patrick, you're at your spring training home now. Beautiful Florida, you're finally back. Finally arrived on February 28th. I looked up something that I'd written last year because I saw Patty Cream over in the ticket office. And she's now, after basically being the... Uh, Bruja, you know, the boss over there. Uh, and she's now just at the ticket window. But I wrote a column on her last year because she was ending 30 years of full-time work down here. January 10th, that baby ran. <laughs> I was down here January 10th wow. last year. So uh, seven to eight weeks late, but what the heck. Uh, we're here, and uh, it's gorgeous today. It's uh, got to be low 80s, not much humidity. Uh, the boys are up in Port Charlotte playing the uh, the American League champion uh, Tampa Bay Rays, which is always hard for me to say when you figure, I, I will never figure out how this franchise competes. Will you? No. I mean, they have to give everybody, they, uh-uh. everybody that gets to a point where they have to pay them, they have to get rid of. And, and I mean, I'm talking about third stringers they get rid of. If they got a guy making three and they think they can get somebody for a bucket, a million and a half to make the same thing, that guy's gone. You mm-hmm. know, it's, a, it's all about efficiency. And uh, it's, uh, you know, people say, well, it all started with Billy Bean. To a very small degree, we're so far beyond Billy Bean and their approach to baseball now, it's not even close. I keep waiting for, for them to, to basically become the Browns of baseball and not come back, right? Like have a bad year and then it just continues on. Yeah, that could uh, that could don't. be the case. But was it? I think four years ago they were horrible. They won like sixty again, right? Yeah, uh, three or three or four years ago, and then they come back and they've been in the nineties now, uh, two years in a row. So uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I I remember going up there to write a piece three years ago, early in in January. They were having like a little workout for their pre-spring training workout in the in the dome they play in up there. Yep. And while they were having their workout, there was one of these trade shows, cheap third-string trade show <laughs> going on in left field and center field because yeah. they could make 20 bucks, you know. And they, they, they had, like, um, portable fences that you could tip over and stuff to – between and and uh, and that was when they were coming off their bad year, and I basically I mean, the the piece was okay. It's finally over. Since then they've been in the nineties and been to the World Series, so it's it's amazing. So you 
you, you got the Rays now, the Bucks, the Lightning. Tampa's just championships. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, the Lightning are uh, – wait, yeah, that's right. We They're got defending two Stanley Cup champions. World Series team. Yeah, and the Super Bowl they team. They have an NBA team, and it isn't there, really theirs, so they don't have to take credit for it. Yeah, the Raptors, uh, yeah, exactly. That's uh, Yeah, it's in, it is incredible. And, boy, that city did its fair share of losing mm-hmm. to get to this point, didn't it? Wow. I mean, their baseball, the first – Seven, eight years was as bad as it could possibly get when Vince Namoli was the owner. And then this this guy, uh, Snurdberg, and his buddies took over, and they decided, to, they decided to find those efficiencies in the game, and they certainly have done that. It is remarkable, though. Yeah, you, it is. You do expect it to, to end. It, you know, and, and then Snell, Snell was so great, and he had time left on, on his contract, and they trade him. That's the point where you say it's got to come to an end, but it doesn't. So good for them. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, you know, if they think they can make a three for one, and two of those three have a chance to be more productive in a year or two than Blake Snell is, they'll make the trade. Absolutely. So, Before yeah. I forget, when you lose to Northwestern and Nebraska in basketball, <laughs> you do officially deserve to be fired, and if you got to pay the buyout. I'm sorry, you pay the buyout. Yes, uh, there are rumors that Coyle's uh, already got that figured out. He's got somebody to cover it for him or some people to cover it for him. Certainly not like the old days when uh, they could. there was a lot of uh, big buck basketball boosters around. But uh, I, that, that, is a, that is an exacta for the ages right there. You know, the only thing that I could uh, think of close was Denny's team that lost to Carolina in the season opener here at the Dome. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Was that 0-1? 0-1, yeah. And, yep. then, they, and yep. then Carolina went 1-15. and 15, Yes. And they were going to play Detroit at the end of the season. And I think Detroit won their 15th game or something. But And then the Vikings lost to them, too, I believe. But the Vikings had the chance. They had a big chance right at the end of the season to lose to two one-win teams in the NFL. Yes. And then Detroit screwed it up by winning the second game. So that was uh, that was too bad. No, I know what it was. Detroit, the Vikings had already lost to Detroit when they were a one-win team, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then Detroit won, like, week 16 or week 17 or something and screwed up Denny's chance to... Uh, to uh, when that had to be all one, right? The year he got fired, yeah. I think it had Yes, be, uh, yeah. Steve, because Steve Smith... Steve Smith, who I think he was a rookie. Steve Smith brought back the opening, opening kickoff kick of the season. Yards it was, yeah, yeah. Not a, a bad not, not a good way to start. Yeah, it was 05 because Culpepper was coming off the fantastic year, but Moss was gone, and that was 05. So, but you anyway. are right. Nebraska and Northwestern. You have to. I don't care if Liam Robbins. <laughs> Is not playing and Gabe Kalsher, you have to work to lose both those games really hard. Well, uh, you, you had to work hard enough so that uh, Marcus Carr could be uh, come only what the fifth gopher to score forty in a game, which yep. surprised me. And uh, you still get beat, although uh, he did do it in twenty-seven shots. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like he couldn't miss to get those forty-one. But uh, yeah, it's when one team is one and fourteen, and the other has lost thirteen in a row, and you lose to them back to back. That's incomprehensible. And uh, you know, Doogie and other people are saying that it's all that. Uh, I think that last Friday he was probably told that he was going to get fired. So they're scrounging up the buyout, but they probably what they're really hoping is they don't have to announce it too soon. So maybe he can land at Boston College or something. Although, why would Boston College hire? That's what I was going to say. I don't think that that they would at this point. No, this looks no, so he, bad. Yeah, when you what were what was uh, this is what eight? How many in a row? Six. For the Gophers, was their last win. Yeah, I think so. it's uh, I think it's five. Five. Okay, so I think they, it's five they, in a row. They, they hit the skids and then they beat Purdue to go to six and seven. And then you looked at the schedule and said, "Oh, okay." And then eight of ten, wow. Pat. Eight of ten lost. Yeah. So yeah. he's. I don't know. I just uh, you know I was one of the 
guys saying when he got hired, how can you hire a 30-year-old guy with no resume? He had one game in one year coaching Florida International, and he'd been an assistant for his dad and then an assistant for Billy Dunabut. Now, to, at Norwood Teague's, to Norwood Teague's, uh, I guess, in his defense, he got turned down by about six guys before he ended up going to him. Yes. So it wasn't like, boy, I can't wait to hire Richard Patino. <laughs> it was, uh, in fact, the guy at uh, Florida Gulf Coast down here was the last guy to turn him down. He came to Florida. The alleged, I think Johnny K wrote this. He came to Florida to interview Enfield, right? Because mm-hmm. that was after Florida Gulf Coast had the good run. And Enfield decided to go to Southern Cal. And uh, Johnny K reported, because he had a good relationship with Billy Dunneman, Johnny K reported that uh, Patino called Billy Dunneman and said, who you got? And Dunneman said, well, Oh, T called, yeah, T called. Yeah, oh, T. T called him, yeah. T called him and said, who you got? And he said, well, Billy Dunneman, Patino's kid, I don't know, maybe over there, or he's young, but maybe. So, I don't know. He just, he's never had a presence to me. He's never, never made me believe that his team was being well coached. I, I don't know. And then the, and then when you fall into that, we're built on transfers roster. Sometimes it's worked. It's worked for Eric Musselman out in Nevada. Uh, he's not doing it now, but it worked for him in Nevada. It worked for the Texas Tech guy to get to the final four. But I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's something that sustains itself and, and gets you real optimistic. And, you know, you got to get a base of players, and he doesn't have a base. He hasn't. He had the one group. He had the three Minnesota kids. And uh, then, uh, you know, and, and that's the last night. Kelsey Rotura and uh, who was the third? Who was the third? There was oh, uh, the kid that couldn't play, uh, Jarvis, whatchamacallit, from uh, uh, Jarvis Williams, was it? The yeah. transfer. He changed his name. I he changed Omer. He was a Mercer, and then he changed, no, he changed his name to Omer. I can't remember. Yeah. He changed his name from Omer sir, to Omer. I don't remember, I but you're right. Yeah, and but but Pat, he got who who was the the kid from uh, the Mr. Basketball New York Jelly Jelly Roll Isaiah, Washington Isaiah Washington. Yeah, right? that's the yeah. one. Oh, he was going to be the. We all thought he was going to be great. Well, yeah, he was. Uh, you know what? I I. Certainly, because he was five star, right? He's player of the year in New York. Yeah. But when you saw the list of schools recruiting him, mm-hmm. it made me skeptical. You know, you didn't see Kentucky and Duke and those guys. You didn't. You know, you saw that. You saw the next level. You saw St. John's and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I don't know, but uh, he's play, he's still playing someday in place. He's. I think he transferred think again, he, Pat. He's, yeah, he's gone to a couple of schools. <laughs> I think he went to another, a third school. Yes, I don't remember where, but but uh, yeah, that was, him being a bust had a lot to do with uh, uh, Patino being in the predicament he's in right now. Absolutely. So who who do you got to replace him? Who do you think they go with? take the job. Would like to have the job. Now it's going to Arkansas is going to do everything they can to keep him. I mean, it's his second year there, and he's second in the league. Uh, and I, I can't believe he's going to come up here on the cheap because I know him, and and he certainly I think he'd like to come back here. He likes, you know, he'd like to maybe change his dad's legacy, and we'd all say, "Wow!" And uh, and you know, he was here with the Timberwolves too. He's in his fifties, and I think he's the one guy you can hire that would definitely win. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is, the NCAA doesn't care anymore, right? <laughs> Yes. They don't care anymore. They won't come and chase you around because some kids were. That's why we want the banners back up. Musselman had 125 violations, and 80 of them were people driving the Bill Klein green Oldsmobile that they had. Every time that thing left the parking lot with a player in it, it was an NCAA (laughs) violation. Now you could give them to them. you You could give them all their own green Oldsmobiles. Bill Klein was a buddy of mine and <laughs> up in St. Cloud, and he gave Bussy the, the green Oldsmobile. Oh. And they basically ferried players around in the green Oldsmobile. And that was 80 of the violations were the green Oldsmobile leaving the parking lot. Now you're fine. Now you can do, 
Now, unless they catch you, you know, handing out 10 kilos of cocaine to somebody, yes. they're, they're not. They don't care anymore. You can they now do care. the player's schoolwork without ramifications, which is why yes. I want the banners all back up well, we, in Williams' We brag Arena. about it. We brag about all the tutoring we do with them now. We brag about it. Yeah, what Clem did is, I mean, Jan Gangeloff is, you know, although, uh, you know, Sonmore always told me, uh, you know, Sonmore's uh, first wife, was a school teacher and a smart lady. And we had a few gopher hockey players who didn't turn in many of their own papers. Yeah. Sonmore's first wife was very busy writing school. I'm sure she did a hell of a job. We appreciate it. But the trouble with the Clem, when the Clem thing happened in 99, you could order any paper you wanted off the internet. You know, you could say, I want a C plus so they don't get suspicious on this topic. And you'd get one for a hundred bucks or something. If Jan, if Jan called the NCAA today, they'd hang up on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if she said, I got it a scoop was. for you, I'm writing paper, they'd say, lady, yeah. we don't care. Yeah. Now, you know what? Uh, a great example of loyalty that people should feel when they work at a newspaper. Uh, my son, Chris Ricey, was working, you know, as an agate clerk in St. Paul. Yep. And he took the phone call from the mother of a disgruntled player telling Sorry. telling the St. Paul paper, telling somebody to contact Jan Gangeloff. Mm-hmm. And instead of turning it into his old dad over there in Minneapolis, he, uh, he gave it to his employer, as you should do, right? I've known lo- lots of clerks that would have given that to nobody and hung up. <laughs> they will remain nameless, but they would have hung up. Yeah, that's right. What can this do beyond make me a little later to get into the bar? I'm not going to do this. I'm not. Or just home period at all. Bang. Her second call would have been to the Star Tribune, and then that's how it it unfolded. But yes, plenty of coworkers would have just. uh, I think the mother hated the Star Tribune already. That was one reason. Oh, okay. They called. So all right. Anyway. But it was, uh, yeah, it is amazing what, uh, it's, it's, it's A, impossible to become academically ineligible now. Yep. And B, B unless the FBI is involved, and even then. I was going to say, they, they get Sean bored Miller's with it. still coaching Arizona. The FBI the got guy, so bored with that whole thing, they dropped it. Yes, that's right. Well, Brad Underwood is doing great at Illinois. A friend of mine has dealt with him, you know, he's a referee. He yep. loves Underwood. He says he's a great character. Yep. But he was at Oklahoma State, had assistant coaches, one of the guys they went after, you know, the FBI. Do you, you really think Brad Underwood didn't know what the hell was going on, for God's sake? You know what? You know? I'm glad. I'm glad that they're tired of this. Let it. guys play. I want to see the best games, and God knows games are bad now. Don't make m- more good players not able to play. I got to repeat the John Rowe, Johnny Orr, greatest cheating story ever of my lifetime. When Bill was, when Mussey was here, uh, Campanella Russell, uh, not Cassie, Campanella Russell mm-hmm. was a big superstar coming out of Michigan. And Mussey, and this was when boosters could help recruit. And a booster shall go nameless. And Mussey went over to visit the visit Campanella Russell's family and they got Campanella in the car and they took him down to a hotel and they had 25,000 in cash spread out on a bed in there. And this is all yours. Rub your hands through it, you know, and the whole thing. Yeah. So Roll runs into Johnny Orr the next year and Johnny next, next season. And Johnny Orr is screaming at Roll about you're cheating. You're trying to come in here and steal my players. And John says, yeah, but one question, Johnny. He went to Michigan. <laughs> you know, how much did it cost you? And Rose said, John Rose, John Orr said, that's beside the point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back back then, the, the cheating stories from back then are fabulous. But now they're doing a much better job of keeping them quiet. But you know that it's, you know, you get away with anything and you can't flunk out. I mean, they threw Mark Hall. Out of the University of Minnesota, 1982, for unauthorized use 
of university telephones. The phone card. Yeah. Yeah. The phone old card. phone card. Yes. Yeah. They threw him out of school. Yeah. You know. Now they, they give him a second now phone they'd card. Say, now they'd say, here's your iPad, here's your phone, and here's your, exactly. here's your, here's your burner. Just use them and don't bother anybody, right? <laughs> Yes, you're exactly right. Yeah, a phone card. Think about that. Yeah, they threw him out for a phone card. Yeah, ruined his life basically. He might have went to the NBA. That team might have made it. That team might have gone somewhere. Eighty-two. They won the Big Ten as it was, but I thought he was their best player. And, really? You know, Mitchell. Mitchell was the player of the year. Tucker was, you know, great shooter, NBA player, and Randy Brewer was terrific too. But Mark Hall was unbelievable. He was Ray Williams light. He was that mm. good, and uh, it was. It's too bad that uh, he was not. An, he's not a mature lad, but man, he could play. Spring training. You you been to the ballpark or you waiting to go? I was at the yard today. The team's playing in Port Charlotte. Yeah. I did not go because of uh, podcast duties and other duties. I'm going to go up to Northport tomorrow and see him play the Braves. Uh, they're playing like seven innings, and if you have a pitcher throw 20 pitches and want to end the inning, you can. Now, yesterday that happened to the Twins. What, second and third, one out? Sano hit last, and they called it. Inning over Yeah, not to like two runs, and they called it. Yeah, and Pittsburgh stopped the game against the Tigers after five innings. So how are they charging people? They're charging people exorbitant prices who do go. Yes. They're char- yes. How are they getting this? And here's the, you know what, I am so old that when Mock was managing the Twins, our, one of our arch rivals in spring training was Houston <laughs> over in Coco, <laughs> the worst baseball field in the history of man. They used to get local, this is what the legend is, it was next to a jungle basically, and the legend is, in the morning, they were getting local kids to go out there with sticks and make noise and chase the snakes back <laughs> underneath the fence out into the jungle. Oh, my God. And, and that's when we used to go to damn near all the spring training games, too. <laughs> and I remember going over there with Mock oh. and waiting for the game to end. Now, they were, you know, they'd play 220 back then. It wasn't like three-hour games. Yep. But he and Pedro Gomez, who was managing the Astros, uh, not the late great Pedro Gomez, but the uh, I think it was Pedro Gomez. It was Pete, it was Gomez. They would play an extra five innings to get their pitchers. Some you know, I remember over there a couple of times yelling, "Mock, come on, end this damn thing!" It was they. I was over there one day. They played fourteen. Oh my Just God! After the game was over, they played five more innings to stretch out their pitches. <laughs> now we're worried. Now they're worried. Now we're worried if a pitcher throws twenty pitches. If he throws more than twenty pitches, he may be ruined for life. Bill Campbell needs more work. Yes, right. Mike Marshall yeah. needs more work. Soupy, if it wasn't for those extra inning games and Coco, you think Soupy could ever pitch one hundred and sixty-two innings out of the bullpen? Oh. No, yeah, no, they they end them. So, but they they are they're charging people now, and I I think as far as like the scalpers go online, they're, they're getting top dollar for these games. That, oh sure, that they're not, you know, they're playing seven. So, well, you know, you know that uh, the Twins sold out in a half hour after the season ticket holders bought theirs. Mm-hmm. You know that eighty percent of the guy people in line. We're buying bunches of them for certain games, trying to make money, you know, sure. scalpers. So, yeah, If you're uh, paying scalping prices for uh, spring training games right now, you're getting uh, robbed. I'm not sure what the concession situation is, what they're doing. I know they're making people sit in clusters of four or something. Oh, where, where they eat and drink and... Yeah. They probably make, I, make them go back to the seats. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're... No, they're... No, not... No, in the inside the ballpark, they're right. like you got to sit in clusters of four or six or something, and you know, family members or friends. Okay, yeah. What, what are we gonna do? Make make you vow sacredly that you have friends. Uh, I saw the problem and, too. So I I saw there there was I don't think it was on the Twins game, a home run that was hit. And guess what? Everybody, do, they all scramble and jump on each other. So if there's any <laughs> active COVID, guess what? It's spreading. Yes. They're all yeah, running to the baseball. Well, 
at the complex that I'm in here, the area, they they have an area, they have a tiki hut up in the area next to, they got two big pools, one, one lap pool and another recreational pool. And I haven't been in there yet, but I drove by it yesterday about four in the afternoon. It's 83 degrees down here. The area around the bar uh, did not seem to be experiencing too much in the way of social distancing <laughs> and zero mask wearing. <laughs> Shot so, by that uh, Florida. It's, uh, although I've reported this on Twitter, and I'm hearing that Ron, that DeSantis, who thinks he's got everything open, the governor down here is a fraud because my sausage Italian sausage trailer in front of the Home Depot down on 41. Yeah. Best Italian sausages, onions. You get the one with onions, peppers. They fry it up for you. Nice spicy one. It's about a foot long. Closed. I was hoping it's a Monday thing, but somebody, when I tweeted that out, somebody tweeted back. He said, no, it's a pandemic thing because they don't want people handling it in those. So they're not open. Uh, apparently not. The trailer's still sitting there, but I was thinking maybe it was Monday, but I guess I will not get an Italian sausage from that joint this this uh, this year's visit. I'm very disappointed. I'm surprised. In Florida, I'm surprised anything is closed. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's the great misconception, too, is uh, uh, now nah, we can't have people handling food like that from a stand with one person. You know, you could put gloves on. Yeah, and wear but a mask. You can have you can have 300 people wrestling for drinks someplace next to each other, right? Uh, you know, the the whole thing has been inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I had another tweet today that I don't think people found as humorous as I thought it did. Okay. Because I, I was upstairs on the fourth floor, and I walked by the mighty muscles, you know. Yes. And I decided that the reason we have a pandemic is God is punishing us for having a baseball team called the Mighty Muscles. Look at the ever heard. Yep. But uh, there's a there's a line on covert humor, and I might have crossed it there. I don't know. A lot of people. You tried it. it. Yeah, I, I you throw it out. You gave there. it a shot. They work yeah, sometimes. Always, they you, don't. You can always apologize. What the hell? How about your hockey team? What the hell? Yeah, they're good, huh? Kaprizov, man. I don't know. Are they good? Um, I don't know how. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're good yet, but I know this. That kid's a star. That kid is a superstar. He's well, the first one we've had here in hockey in a long time. Mm-hmm. How does the current regime take credit for him? You know, I don't even know if they're bothering to. No, they're not. Because it's I Fletcher's yeah. guy, so who cares? Well, this guy goes back to Fletcher, right? 2015. 2015? Yeah, he's Fletcher's, right? Fletcher's fifth-round pick. Yeah. It's wow. incredible. That's pretty good projection right there. But what do you have to be? 17, then 16, 17? No, I think you have to be 18 to be drafted. So, because he's 23 now, so he might have just turned 18 at the time. Does that sound right? Boy, it's been a long search it's not for like that baseball. guy, hasn't it? Oh. For that superstar, man, alive. You know, the only one we had, we were talking about it, was probably Modano. Yep. And he only stayed three, four years, right? Yep. Was he four years? 80, I think he came up in 89, 90, and then he was gone by 93. 93 so, yeah. And Gabrick, so, Gab, Gabrick had the talent, probably, but with yeah, Jock, but, he was never going to play that style, and he got hurt a lot. Yeah, this guy has uh, seems to have the kind of body that's, uh, you know, that kind of thick body that he's not going to get hurt too much. Yes. But uh, he's, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's something. Plus, uh, the uh, Finnish goalie, where did he come from? Who drafted him? You know, that's a good question. That might go, I don't know if that goes back. Is he now the I think number it's one again. goalie? Um, now, but, but I mean, he's been really solid. But the, the thing is, with the way the schedule shakes out now, Pat, you need two. So yeah, it's, it's not like you can play one constantly. And Stalock's hey, gone now to the Oilers. Today, huh? Yeah, well... Let's- they they tried to they tried to uh, sneak him through because I, I think their goal was to send him to the Iowa Farm Club and the Oilers who are desperate for goaltending claimed him so that poor, but is he ready to play or not I don't know but that poor schlep now has to go What's sit for got? two what, weeks was it COVID related or what? I think it was yeah 
but he's got to go. But Pat, he's he now has to go to quarantine in a hotel room. I think in Edmonton for two weeks. Wow, those Canadians, man! Did you see mm. New Zealand, Auckland, which is the capital, right? Yep, down there, biggest city. Got to be eight hundred thousand. They got a COVID case, a COVID case, and basically shut it down. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're not like. They're not waiting for 500 of them. It's unbelievable. Australia's done some of that, too. But I think it said, what I read, and I, I should have read more, but it said a COVID case. What? Just all <laughs> shut down? You shut down a city. Man, yeah. I, can't, I can't believe that. So, If your furnace or boiler isn't keeping up with the cold weather, call Bonfi. They have regular hours from 7 in the morning to 10 at night, and they answer the phone 24-7. If your heating system needs to be replaced, Bonfi can install a new one for you, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. You'll never have to worry about staying warm again. When you tell the folks at Bonfi you heard about them on the Roycey Show, you'll save $200 off a new installation. For all your heating needs, better call Bonfi. Yeah, we're not as concerned about it. Or we were. No, we're we're doing the best we can. We're Mm -hmm. doing the best we can. That's true. But yeah, Kaprizov is a superstar. I mean, he's incredible. Good. Good. That's uh, that's great. Well, well. Has he made the centers look good, or is the ce- yes. are the centers no. better than we gave anybody credit for? Uh no, no. We, he he's playing. So he he's playing with Zuccarello and Rask, and Zuccarello, to his credit, has been very good since he came back, which was when they came back from the COVID break. And Rask has been good, but they're carrying him. He's made well, them look good, but but he's got to be all the extreme bad mouthing he received yeah. for a year and a half. Rask, he's got to feel pretty good. He's uh, better than anybody thought he was. As Declan and I said, Paul Fenton deserves a big apology and a <laughs> oh, right. from all of us. That's, that's right. You, uh, this this is basically what sports writers dream of, right? Yeah, the, the turnaround comes. And you can give the credit to the guy that got fired. <laughs> Despite the fact that we bashed him. That's the best yeah. part. We can turn and say, you know what? We bashed him too, but Dan yeah. was good. Yeah, Fenton, uh, I, uh, you know, somebody, uh, he should get another chance with his charming personality. But he, he got fired as much for his charming personality, right? He got Same fired for his tips, right? Yes, that's why he got fired. Because he, he couldn't get along with that. Couldn't get along with people. The owner. Yep. That's why he got fired. Yeah, and now well, Tibbs, I, Tibbs, coach of the year. Hey, oh, yeah. Tibbs, the other night, did you see he only played Derrick Rose 38? <laughs> they won. They beat the Pistons. They're above 500. They're celebrating in New York. Oh, did they win last night? They see. won last night, and, like, the post has the we're above 500. <laughs> well, I know they won the other night. He played because – Peyton's hurt. Alfred Peyton is starting point guard. And then the kid quickly, you know, the Kentucky kid, they like him. But apparently, Tibbs didn't trust him in the fourth quarter, so he played Rose the whole 12 minutes. Rose played 38 minutes on those, on that, on that fresh body of his. Boy. You talk about guys who are never going to change. Oh, no. <laughs> He's the poster boy for never going to change. It's great. Tibbs and Rose, Patrick, have what might be in sports the most codependent relationship I've ever seen. Yes. Because he, yes. abu- he abuses them and Rose loves it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's had a couple of games when he first came over there. He went like 1-12. and 12. And you got to know that people are saying, what's he doing? Why isn't the kid playing? And, Tibson, he keeps playing. Well, remember when he first came here, everybody was ripping the hell out of Tibbs. And by the end, after he started playing a little and got his legs back, people were saying, hey, they were cheering like hell when he came out of the floor. We loved him. So, yes. But, God, he's got to be beat up by now, man. It's got to be bad. Our, our poor old uh, Chris Finch, so, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think oh. I think I think I got this from Rand. Is this true? In the last the Tim, the uh, Timberwolves are four and thirty in the last thirty four games Towns has played. Yeah, that makes yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, four and thirty. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Guys, 
That's probably accurate. <laughs> Poor guy's a year and a half. He's won four games. Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's probably um, accurate. Uh, what a bad year for basketball. You know what I was thinking about Patino, though? In addition to everything else, he has accomplished this subpar, somewhere between rotten and subpar, right? It's not, it's not, right? in what has basically been the golden age of high school basketball in Minnesota. Yes. That's, right? yes. Decade, the, the past decade, the golden age of high school basketball in Minnesota. And, and he's, uh, 14 and 60 on the road in the Big Ten. And, yep. uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, there's no question about this anymore that uh, he was, you know, we always talk about Ryan Saunders being overmatched, uh, which he obviously was. This guy's over, this guy was overmatched. And he never really got better, I, I don't think. So, had a couple of years where they popped up, and, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh it is it is funny i love to go i always go to gopher hole in times of crisis to see these frauds i think it's your favorite website and turn on people yep uh, and i mean it's just they it's like with coach brew we were actually we were texting about this yesterday they knew all along coach brew you know even though in 2008 he was going to the rose bowl and he was great and we better give him a new contract and uh, same thing with Patino. You know, he was over mad. He was too young when they hired him and stuff. It was, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's wonderful. I love fans. Fans are liars, though. As I said to you last night on Twitter, they, they say, "Oh, I knew he could." You know, I knew he wasn't good enough. No, you're lying. You're lying. You're liars. <laughs> fans are liars. You know. I have been a client of the Canopy Group for five years, and at my last renewal, they are still saving me money. Patrick Ricey here to talk to you about your home and auto insurance. How long have you been with your current insurance company? When was the last time your agent called you and said they could save you money and get you better coverage? This just happened to me. Truly, it did. Each year, the Canopy Group reviews my home and auto insurance with their 16 companies. This year, they saved me an additional $791. How? Because the Canopy Group is keeping an eye on my insurance needs and making sure I am always with the right insurance provider. Paying less and getting more is a concept I like. I can't promise that you'll save $791, but I can promise you they'll give you options. They'll even tell you if you should stay where you are with that company. Do what I did and contact them at thecanopygroup.com. That's thecanopygroup.com. They lie about, even though there's now a track record, you know, it's harder for us to lie. Yeah. Because of the damn internet. Yes. Yeah, we get caught. Yeah, because yeah, they get- I mean they could look stuff up now. It was great when they didn't have the internet and nobody would go through the trouble of looking at it. You could just deny it, say, No, I didn't write that. But uh then somebody'd have to go look through microfilm to make sure you you're not lying and nobody did that, but it's uh yeah I don't approve of the internet for tracking down formerly <laughs> written like, columns. You'd like your stuff to be erased, scrub, yeah, scrub from the Google. You're down, on the, you know, you're down on like a waterway, a large waterway, and that bird, that wave comes in and splashes up, and then gets sucked back in. That's yep. that's where the columns used to be. The stories, articles used to be. They never find them. Slap up and go backwards. That's that's, <laughs> that's the way you like them. I think you should write, when when Patino gets blown out officially, I think that you should write a column saying, send your apologies to me. That's right. (laughs) You you know, go for holers. It's not too late. You can atone for your sins by sending your apologies to Patrick Royce. Yes, by by apologizing to Patrick Royce. Mm -hmm. Especially all those posts, not only... Questioning my obvious uh, bulk, I mean, not questioning it, but stating it, but uh, questioning sexual preference and how I, you know, things like that. I mean, all those, I, I think I deserve an apology. Yeah, I was going to say that they can all say, we're sorry, you were right. <laughs> yes, but you're still a fat, no good SOB. But yeah, but that's, that's not okay. the point. You know, that's not the point. That's fine. Apology. Exactly right. Just an acknowledgement. Yes. That's all you so, know. Hey, uh, Snow got off to a flaming start. He hit a double. Yeah. I'm very interested. That's the one 
to me, the most, in, you know, there's a lot of interesting things about this spring, but uh, I haven't seen him yet. Have you seen him? Uh, just in pictures. I have, huh? not seen, I have not seen him because Fox Sports North, which I pay a lot for, didn't show the first spring training game, and they're not showing one till Wednesday. Uh, yeah, why? Uh, why it, can't I watch it, baseball? They were, they were playing Boston, too. It had to be on Nesson, didn't it? I don't know, but I don't care. Just show it. Like, if I'm going to pay for cable, show the damn game. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Angels are showing all their spring training games. Angels? Yeah. And that's yeah, a I, Fox deal. I'm very curious if they can fix him to the point where he can get to a, a 93 mile hour fastball that's above his navel. You know that to me is a, they get that that's a, the big mystery of uh, if uh, the new hitting coach. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised. I guess maybe the uh, the pandemic and everything and the shortened season and they didn't think he got a real shot. But I would think the hitting coach is on double secret probation, wouldn't you? Yeah, and he he these guys been known to name, uh, to uh, move people around. And they lost Rousen, and their yep. hitters did not have nearly as good a year. And Sanol was terrible. Yep. And there's a guy that needs help. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see if they can fix some of these guys or not. I haven't looked. Has Andrelton made it yet? No, he wasn't there yesterday again, too. I guess he's got the old what visa. What the hell's going on? That's what I said to Declan. I said, what's going on with this? Why is he not here? He, they told me a couple of days, uh, a couple more days, but uh, he's been playing a long time to have visa problems that keep him yes, this long. Yes, yeah, I know. I hope the same uh, hope he's woes okay. that uh, got Fernando Romero basically over to Japan because he couldn't get out of the country. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's got to be. They got to be getting a little panic stricken here, even though they won't admit it. Yeah, that's it's odd. So on. And, so, Patrick, on, on Miguel, I've got one thing that I did see that I thought was interesting, and I don't know. It might be nothing, but it might be something. The Star Tribune ran a picture last week, and I'm not sure if you saw this. I think it was um, on the back page of the sports section, where Nelson Cruz, as a joke, put on Sonoma's pants and, and had to cinch him. Yes. I think that might have been a not-so-subtle way of saying, <laughs> you're too fat. Yeah, well... They would be uh, they would be uh, larger than Nelson, but Nelson's is a good guy. So if Miguel's really that much bigger, yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. That that would probably be reason to uh, maybe they just got Miguel in the same ones he had to wear last season, and he uh, I, I don't know. We haven't heard much about you know last spring before everything uh, everything went to hell. One of the stories was how what a good shape Miguel was in, yes. comparatively speaking. We haven't read that one this year because, well, you know, one thing is the media hasn't really been around them much. You know, you don't get in the clubhouse. You you can, I guess, grab a guy when he's walking away from batting practice if you're lucky and stay a proper number of feet. I haven't really seen the the method yet of to how we're covering this thing or not. I guess I'll find out tomorrow. Zoom in baseball is just brutal. Ooh, brutal, brutal, brutal. I hate it. I ran into Hayes at the – at the ballpark today, and he's Dan Hayes from the Athletic. He's not going to any games. He says, "What's the purpose?" <laughs> I mean, he's going to home games, but the right, but game, the trip, games. What's the purpose? Yeah, yeah. Figure you can grab more guys, stand back, maybe get a chance to talk to somebody. But uh, the lack of things, though. Anyway. The, the lack of things about teams now and players in particular that we can pass on b- because of the rooms being closed, though, is oh, yeah. so, so small compared to what it ordinarily is. Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. The insights are minimal to mm-hmm. say the least. Yeah, you you can always find. Well, hell, I go back to you know they'd be on a road trip. You'd go out the ballpark and be in the walk in the clubhouse at two in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, just you know, nobody said anything and whatever. They'd be laying around watching Happy Gilmore for the three hundred ninety third time and. Uh, and uh, they had about four t- uh, movies that they watched every every afternoon. But you could just go in there and sit down and, you know, take in the scene. And as long as you didn't uh, write anything terribly embarrassing, nobody said anything. Right. So, you know, as far as what, you know, if you saw if you saw two guys punching it out at 2.30 in the afternoon, you had to kind of let it go and then maybe <laughs> ask about it later. But uh, that didn't happen, you know, too often. So. 
This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush, and EcoFun will give you the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike-friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now. Bentelli bikes and Yamaha Power Assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities. They also carry a full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com. That's E-C-O-F-U-N Motorsports.com. And tell Tim you heard it on Ricey Unchained. All right, so f- uh, final thoughts from down there, Mr. Ricey. What else do you got? Well, what I got is, uh, you know, we, we talked about it earlier, this this notion. That <laughs> I love the thing that we, we, we had to have these games shortened to seven innings by uh, either team, and now apparently shorter than that if we want them to be, because we only have 38 pitchers, <laughs> you know. In camp, I think it's thirty-eight, right? That was the number. I don't even know. I but saw. I'm sure it's 38. right. Thirty-eight, and they said last year they used ninety to a hundred, which is not true. They've never used ninety to a hundred, but but they they don't have the minor leaguers to bring over to play that last week. And Judd, you remember this? At the end of the, the whole thing in spring training was. The regulars would play three innings and one at bat, and then they get two at bats, and then and the whole thing was the last week. That's when you play your lineup, right? You right. get them ready for the opening day, and they got you got starters going six and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And now it's on that last week. We don't want to have to play any of these guys, right? We don't want somebody to sprain a toe or something. There's I, you know, we've talked about the dramatic changes in basketball because of the three and everything else, but the the mentality of the approach to a game has changed more dramatically in baseball than any, you know, by far. Yes. And I, I was thinking about this. Hockey and football, the NFL and the NHL, yes. sort of have – survived and maintained and and with minimal numbers of complaints because in essence they are still playing the same game right it's the same game i mean there's some you know obviously uh, you know until this year pass interference was called more but i mean but the basic function of the game hasn't changed in hockey same way it's it's a faster game now and they play overtime and stuff but basketball and baseball are damn near unrecognizable. Between the three-pointers, trying up, you know, teams basically not caring if they have big men or not. And uh, and then, of course, baseball has just changed incredibly. So, I mean, just the whole mentality of uh, rest and recovery is the, uh, the entire motto of the game. And I think you know, if we're that worried about rest or recovery, why not cut the schedule to 150 games instead of 162? Or greed. 100, you know, no? Greed, I said. Because yeah, but it's, just you're gouging, right. it's just gouging season ticket holders yes. because in April and September, you don't draw anyway. You know, so in, in 25 out of 30 markets, you don't draw in, in April and September anyway. So. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be done very easily, you know. Raise ticket season ticket prices another buck and give them seventy five games instead of eighty one. You know, so I'd be all for it. Just just let me have a chance to, you know, see the real pitchers and I, I don't know. It's uh, the the game is, uh, is, you know, 
we we gotta we gotta we can't let a pitcher go out there and throw more than twenty pitchers if he in a spring training game, in a, if he's having a bad inning. Uh, you know, if a guy's having a bad inning, suck it up. Let him get him first. Who cares? So, right? So are, are spring games still played so plentifully because they they want to make a buck? Because there doesn't really there, there's know. no need there's no need to play as many spring training games as they play. No, but one reason is yes, for the cities that pay build right, these ballparks for them. It's, it's a based more. It's not because the twins want the gate receipts. It's oh, okay. because the city that gave them all that money. To, I guess Dunedin, your old place, Dunedin, Judd, is it. unrecognizable. I guess it's fantastic. Dave St. Peter was telling me this morning it's the best facility in Florida. Really. And, yeah, they did an incredible Shapiro, Shapiro. Basically, his whole emphasis the last five years was like building this this paradise up there in Dunedin. It was a dump. And, I loved and, it. Yeah, but now Dunedin wants to get, you know, this year they're going to have actual games down there. But Dunedin wants to have, you know, 16, 17 home games so they can try to get some of their money back. Not so much. <laughs> At the, not at the gate, but with people visiting, you know, having Canadians come to the. Oh, they lo- they got the Canadian. Yeah, they drive down from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the whole deal. So uh, I, I think it's how much money they manage All to right. beat towns up. With, I guess that so. makes sense, but yeah, it's just it, it's weird because they still play a ton of spring games, and I don't really know why because they don't seem to. Well, neither do the managers because they don't want to play them. I know. You know, they were finding out this right now, how much they don't want to play them. So That's exactly. Anyway. All right, sir. We will uh, talk uh, to you next week. All right. Uh, tell Enjoy. Duckling, tell old Ducklin there that I have to talk to him, will you? Uh, oh, he's right here. Ducklin? Okay. Right there. All right, Pat. All right. Call me up. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, Work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.